Hello and welcome to The Property Show. I'm Andrew Montlake and with me is my co-host Louisa Fletcher. We're here to talk about all things property. So whether you're staying put, buying, selling, renting or letting. We'll be chatting through the latest news on the housing market and mortgages as well as sharing our advice and expertise to help you get the best from your home. In today's show, Lou will be looking at why more and more properties are being sold at over asking price and why gazumping is making a comeback. Plus, Monty will be talking about green mortgages and how they work, as well as sharing his pick of the latest mortgage products. We're here to help you make money, save money, and most importantly of all, protect yourself regardless of where you are on your home ownership journey. Are you ready, Lou? Let's kick it off, Monty. Hello, Lou. Hello. We've kicked it off. That's yeah. a, that's like a, a Euro. Yeah. You see what I did, right? You see what I did thing. with that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm very. I can't, I can't actually talk about football because the prospect of England Germany is is because um, we're it's recording not... this before England Germany. Yes. Yes, we and are. So actually, when you listen to this, you might know the result. So hopefully, <laughs> you're all really happy. Well, if you're English, of course. Um. <laughs> But I don't know. I'm very nervous. I'm not sure I can go through it again. Extra time, penalties. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, no. I don't really, I don't really know an awful lot about football, Bronte. But what I do know is, if it goes to penalties, we we don't normally do so well with that, do we? Well, well, we haven't got the best record. Although in recent <laughs> years, we're we're a lot better. So, in I have faith. Here we go. It's coming positive. home and all that palaver. Positive. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we have had a, just ridiculously, in fact, I haven't even spoken to you this week. No, not not directly. This no. is actually sort of the first time we're talking. This this is, yes. And so it, we're just sort of recording on the fly. I, I mean, I, you know, I do move. miss my Monty chats, but, oh. but you know, it's been, it, yeah. It, yeah. It's, but you've been house hunting still. Yep. okay so i I genuinely haven't caught up with louisa so i don't know (laughs) my answer to this next question um how's it going (laughs) have you have you moved in yet no we haven't found anywhere yet no what's going on so i think it's i mean it's a combination of there are just so many buyers and so few houses Mm. available properties available um, and and it's not you know just in one pocket of the country. This kind of seems to be occurring, you know, pretty much everywhere. Yeah, um, absolutely. But it's, it's kind of getting to the point where if a property kind of is advertised on a Thursday, because Thursday is quite a kind of popular day for agents to put properties live on websites. Yeah. Um, if the first chance I get to call the agent is a Saturday morning. It's it's a common occurrence now that the property will have gone under offer by that point. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, the state agents we're speaking to are saying the same thing. Anything good that comes onto the market, mm. wow, they're having about 20, 30, yeah. 40 viewings and they're yeah. getting offers yeah. and it's going quickly. But mm. there's just not enough stuff coming no. onto the market. No, no. And... You know, this happened literally in the week. So Thursday afternoon, something came on. I have all my alerts set up, obviously. 
And uh, I was like, oh, this looks amazing. So I didn't actually get to speak to the agent until yesterday evening, mm. um, at, at which point, you know, they were very, very lovely. And they said, look, I'm really sorry, it's already gone. Um, we actually had, it was something ridiculous, like 21 viewings and five offers. And five of those offers, three of them were from people who hadn't actually stepped foot in the property. Blimey. Yeah. Yeah. God, it just shows how obsessed we are, aren't we? Mm. We're just... Mm. It, we must have a property. I don't even need to see yeah. it these days. Yeah. So that that's been, and even though kind of like you and I both, you know, respectively do what we do, it, even that, you know, I'm shocked. And even though I kind of talk about it and write about this stuff pretty much all day, every day, it's still shocking when it's actually happening in real life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I think. You know, what has been quite interesting, I would say, is like literally within the last four or five days, I've noticed that there have been more properties being listed and it's kind of coming along, um, you know, in quite a glut. And I think my, my sense is, and from having spoken to a couple of estate agents, what's happening is that a few properties have already fallen out of bed. Um, transactions yeah. have fallen out of bed because yeah. people have been made aware they're not going to meet the deadline of the end mm. of June. So, for example, we're actually that we're going to be a property after I finished <laughs> we finished recording this podcast, and and that is a property that has come back to the market because the sale fell through um, like literally yesterday. Right, because of stamp duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard anecdotally that that we're starting to see cracks in chains, mm. and mm. and stuff is falling through which mm. is which is concerning uh, so i don't know how many i don't know how many of those there will be but my, my guess would be if that's going to occur and we're going to see a real trend it will happen quite quickly because of course the end of the month is next week yeah so that's right you know um but yeah it's it's yeah. a crazy time i yeah, don't so ever remember it being like this before no, ironically <laughs> you might see loads of properties back on the market mm. again mm. in a couple of weeks maybe uh which is very interesting so what yes. what's um so obviously you're in this process what advice have you got for people who are in the, in the same boat as you so to speak so i think Probably the best tip I could give you right now is that I've got a list of it's about 30 estate agents that we're registered with as, as buyers. And I make a point of either calling them or emailing them or some of them actually are on WhatsApp, which is awesome, um, mm. every week. And I'm just saying to them, hiya, we're still looking. Um, you know, if there's anything that you're outvaluing or if there's anything that becomes reavailable that you think would suit our needs and our budget, I'd love to hear from you. And it is that constant weekly nudging because then you're top yeah. of the agent's mind should that happen. And yeah. that's actually, you know, how I've managed to get, you know, we, we, we're now doing viewings on Sundays. Some of the agents that I'm registered with are now actually booking Sunday viewings because there's only seven days in the week, right? So... Yeah. Um, and two of the viewings that we're doing tomorrow have come as a direct consequence of me nudging them this week and saying, have you got anything? And yeah. they've said, yes, actually, we, we valued two properties. And, you know, before we put it out, you know, as being advertised, we're going to get a few potential buyers around. Would you like to be one of them? Yeah. So it does Definitely work. You know, keep in there's touch no... with the state agents. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Yeah. And, and you know, and just, just I think actually just, 
you know, be nice. And I know that sounds really, <laughs> really basic, right? Really, really yeah. trite. But but the reality of it is it's an extremely stressful time for everybody involved in the profession. You must feel it, Monty. Mm. You know, um, solicitors are feeling Hell it. Yeah. Estate agents yeah. are feeling it. So just being that nice buyer on the end of the phone who's really understanding and pleasant and nice to deal with mm does make a big difference as to, you know, if they've got two people that they can ring about a property, you've got, and you've got one person who's kind of a bit off and one person yeah. who's really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Who do you think is going to get the phone call? That's always the way of life though, isn't it? Always treat people how you want to be treated. Absolutely. You, you find yeah. you, yeah. you get on with people better and you, yeah. you get more of what you want. Well, it's nice to be nice, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, top tip. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Top be tip, nice be to nice. estate agents yeah <laughs> anything else um so i think the other thing um is make sure that you've got your mortgage sorted and ready to go yeah um, have you um have you done your mortgage? <laughs> yeah i knew you'd ask you didn't I do it with me no because <laughs> oh, you're well, really busy you, you've spent you, the last uh, three months telling me you're so busy i didn't want to bother you it's all right we have people <laughs> I, have, I have 30 incredibly expert friendly down-to-earth brokers oh well, there you I go i didn't i didn't like to it's ask because right. i knew you've been really stressed but yes no, so, right. yeah, so yes have, so, have I, i'm not going to talk to you for the rest of no, the don't podcast, be offended yeah. don't be offended. <laughs> i'm not, not like offended that. it's not like that it's um, okay it's good as long as you're sorting your mortgage getting advice that's what it's all about yeah and it but it, it's interesting again because the amount of estate agents that obviously I speak to more now than I have have done yeah. recently for a long time and um, and you know apart from taking all your details to register you usually sort of after your phone number and and your current address and email address the next question is you know after you know what are you looking for the next is have you got your mortgage sorted and I do get it and it is but equally it's quite um you know it's all about in this kind of market it's about putting your best foot forward as a buyer yeah, of course. Absolutely. and it's presenting and this again may sound very counterintuitive but it's all about presenting yourself as the best buyer possible so that then the agent kind of sells you to the seller and I do and I know I say this often and I do appreciate that when you're spending hundreds of thousands of pounds on something, it would be normal to feel that you're the customer. But in the property world, it just doesn't work like that. Mm. So it's all about selling yourself as being proceedable, which means that if you've already sold or you're already under offer or you've got nothing to sell, that puts you in a really good position because it means there's no complicated chain. So if you're yeah. coming if you're coming to an agent saying, you know, I've got my mortgage sorted, unproceedable that that puts you kind of further up the list perhaps than somebody who's got something to sell but hasn't yeah. you know hasn't got their property under offer yet yeah totally agree we always say to everyone get your mortgage sorted first mm. well first of all you need to know how much you can actually and that's the other thing afford yeah. that's yeah. really important so yeah. there's no point going shopping and then realizing no, no. you know the, the equivalent of your credit card is being declined yeah and and expect that question from agents if you're going into a shop or if you're going to buy anything they always ask how you're going to pay for it yeah and and you know mortgage, and it's not personal exactly it's not personal no you know and it's and it's all about especially if you're selling 
I think it's important if you're if you're sort of simultaneously buying and selling, you have to think if a, if an estate agent is asking you, well, you know, have you got anything to sell and have you got your mortgage ready to go, then don't feel don't feel you know slightly offended by that because more than likely the agent that's selling your house will be doing that on your behalf to find you the best exactly. buyer. Yeah, yeah. And the agents have a duty of care. Yeah, to, they do. To, yeah. to actually get that that checked out that they can actually mm. proceed to buy. So, so the little thing to watch there is it's okay for an agent to say, "Look, can you talk to the broker? I just want to know that you're you're proceedable. That's mm. fine." Mm. What they can't say, and I repeat, they can't say, is you have to use my mortgage broker. Correct. If you ever hear that, that is very bad and naughty. Correct. <laughs> and the estate agent has to put all offers up to mm. the vendor. Mm. Um, so if they do greet you with them, um, oh, if you don't use my mortgage broker, we're not going to put your offer up or something. That is that is basically illegal. Um, so you can complain about that. And, and that's not the way to proceed. No. Fortunately, not too much of that goes on these days. But for anybody listening, if you do come up against that, then yes, you can absolutely remind any agent that might utter those words that that's that's not allowed. Yeah, <laughs> and there might be all kinds of things about that. You know, make sure you talk to a broker if if you've got an existing mortgage. It might be that you want to port it onto a, onto another property. It might be that your existing lender is is the best uh, is the best option for you. Or it might be that there's another option out there in the market which is better for you. So it's worth getting all that conversation mm. done first and foremost. Mm. So as you say, Lou, when you walk into an estate agent, you're, hey, I'm ready to go. I know how much I can afford. Mm. I've got my agreement in principle. Let's go out shopping. Mm. And I think that's a really great bit of advice there, Monty, because I think a lot of people, if they're selling a property and already have a mortgage in place, don't realise that just kind of, picking up and moving your current mortgage it it's not always that easy um so you, even if you've already got a mortgage and you're moving home it you it really pays to have an early conversation absolutely um, just to make yeah. sure um so while we're on the subject of mortgages months um yes. something you did send me this week um was a little thing about green mortgages ah yes yeah you sent me a little summit and i must admit because things have been going on i haven't really had a chance to get into it so a green mortgage what is a green mortgage <laughs> what, what is that <laughs> well a green mortgage really it, it's just a term that that has there's been a lot of talk about energy efficiency Oh. And there's a massive project from, you know, we, we we are targeted as a country to get to net zero emissions. Um, I, I can't remember the date, but... but uh, it's not very far away, is it? 2030 or something like that. I think yeah, it's 2030. Think, yeah. um, yes, and actually having an energy efficient home is really, really important to mm. that. Mm. So there are, there's lots of talk about how that, how we're going to try and help everyone to make sure that by that time they have energy efficient homes because mm. um, of course we're all um we're all in loads of different types of houses and accommodation yes. some are yes. energy efficient and some yeah. aren't um, so it's about trying to ensure your property is more sustainable mm. so as a result there's a few things that have come out in terms of green mortgages so they're they're mortgage 
options and i think apparently there are around about 27 green mortgage deals now wow um, okay the, yeah <laughs> that's actually n- quite number- a lot to be fair yeah. so the numbers increased as more mainstream lenders has have entered into the market mm. and that's where if you have an energy efficient home so your a or a or b rated then potentially you can get a very slightly cheaper mortgage Ooh. okay or in some instances, if you want to capital raise money in order to make home improvements, which will make your home oh, green, okay. potentially yeah. there's a little bit. So if you meet the criteria, mm. you may find that you can shave a little off your mortgage repayments or take advantage of incentives to, to fund green home improvements. That's very interesting. So, OK, so you mentioned some mainstream lenders are offering this kind of product so what sort of names are we talking about and and so, and how are the, and how do the rates stack up I mean we said they may be a little bit cheaper but how much of a difference would there be the truth is not much okay cheaper and yeah. the first green mortgage I'm reliably informed was launched by Barclays Mm. Um, about 2018, I think, so quite wow. a while ago. Wow! And okay. you've had lenders like Nationwide and NatWest have uh, have followed suit. Mm. Um, and they're they're often aimed at buyers of energy mm. efficient new mm. build properties. That makes sense. But they yeah. can be taken out on existing properties now too. Okay. Um, so Nationwide, for example, uh, uh, are among those focusing on the green finance products. Um, mm as part of the government's green finance strategy, basically. Mm. So they work in several several different ways, and it's all linked to the energy performance certificate. Yes. Um, yes. So NatWest, for example, have... Um, have a deal. It's about, it's, it's about 0.1% cheaper. So it's yeah, not yeah, but massive, you say that, but it's but a bit I, of a saving. I was going to say, in over a five-year period... That put that does add up, right? Yeah, it does. So you can get a five like year fix with NatWest at yeah, one point four percent. But if you've mm. got mm. Uh, energy efficient property, then you can get it at one point three nine percent. So that's a little example. Um, and Barclays have some good rates as as well. So they've just released a eighty percent product at one point eight seven. Okay. Um, wow. Virgin Money. Have also got a, a range of greener mortgages, which give access to a range of new build products that are priced at 0.1% lower than the equivalent products. Wow, so there's some um, good lender names in there. These are, yeah. these are names that people would recognise, yeah. which is really and even, nice. Even yeah. on the buy-to-let side, the mortgage works, for really? example. Oh, wow. Bo- yeah, buy-to-let in- as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they introduced a range of further advanced products, which allow borrowers to add up to £15,000 to their loans to make green wow. improvements to their property. So if you do have an energy efficient property or you want to raise money specifically in order to do that, it's worth talking to your your local broker about whether there are whether there are green initiatives there where you can save not much at the moment, but a little bit. And I suspect that we're going to see loads and loads of this over the next mm. 12 mm. months certainly the next five years yeah and i think you're going to see almost a dual price mm. um scenario which which could cause its own problems in the future mm. you know are mm. we going to have our properties that aren't energy efficient going to suddenly drop in value 
mm. compared to those who are energy efficient. Mm. So, so there's a whole load of work that we've got to be careful around and, mm. and work through. But, but green is the biggest buzzword of the day, and and getting to zero net emissions is uh, is really important, and that mm. isn't going to go away anytime soon, and quite rightly so. Mm. And I do find all of this really interesting, and. I could see how this could all form sort of part of the bigger net zero picture. And, you know, we're talking about a slight reduction in mortgage rates for, for you know, an energy efficient property. But I wouldn't be surprised if, again, you know, some years down the line, maybe council tax and maybe even stamp duty rates are linked to the energy efficiency of a property. So, mm. you know, and, and if you think about the way it's gone with car tax, right, so you know, the same way that cars, which are, you know, electric, um, you know, if they're fully electric, you don't pay any car tax at all, do you? I don't think so. But but then if you've got like a V12 gas guzzler, you're paying the top rate of car tax. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I can kind of see it playing out that if we're aiming towards properties becoming more energy efficient, it would make sense, wouldn't it, to align, you know, so if you've got a, a higher band of energy efficiency, you would you would pay a reduced amount of perhaps mm. council tax. I mean, yeah. I don't know that's going to happen, but it kind of feels logical that it might do. Yeah, it's about getting the right advice out there to people. It's mm. about avoiding the scammers, which will mm. inevitably come. We can mm. make your house green, do this, mm. and actually it doesn't do anything. Mm. Uh, there are various people who have, insulated their loft and thought they're doing the right thing but actually it's a wrong type of loft insulation mm. which could be a fire risk there's a whole heap of issues here mm. um so it's about getting good advice out there um, mm. on the whole process and and as i say this is really important mm. um not just for for the uk but for the planet as a whole and yes. and and this is something the government are intent on doing mm. and so, so watch this space to see yeah, what happens gonna say, next. I was going to say, watch this space, isn't it? Wow. Mm. Wow. Interesting times. Interesting mm. times. <laughs> Just a reminder, you're listening to The Property Show with me, Andrew Montlake, and my colleague, Louisa Fletcher. So, Lou, earlier you were talking about your own situation as a buyer <laughs> <laughs> and how that chimes with a report you saw recently. Uh, what was that report? Uh, yes, that I need to drink more gin. No, um, <laughs> it's a, it was actually it was a, a report from Property Search website Rightmove, yes. um, who in the last few days have suggested that thirty seven percent of homes sold this year since early this year have gone for asking price or over. Wow! So that's just to put it into context. Um, that's well above the long-term recorded average, which they started recording it in 2005, by the way, yeah. which has been, up until recently, 10%. So 37%. <laughs> yeah. That's a big old jump, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, It is all a bit bonkers. But, you know, if you, if you think that's, you know, a bit nuts, um, apparently Yorkshire in the Humber is currently the best performing region in the UK, where 45% of homes at the moment are selling for at least asking price or if not going at over hey, asking Yorkshire. price. Yorkshire. Aye, aye. Home well, of Yorkshire you know, tea. Love it. I, I was, I've got a, a Yorkshire passport, Monty. Have you? I'm, yeah, yeah. 
I'm a proud like daughter Yorkshire of Yorkshire people. Yeah, I, I lived in I lived in Leeds for four years. I've got I've got a I like Yorkshire people. Yeah. They just tell you what they think, don't they? Don't call a spade a garden <laughs> implement. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know what I like and I like what I know. <laughs> exactly. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love them. Love yeah. them. Um Same. so go on, how on earth is this happening? Yeah, I mean, I wish I could tell you something really kind of like, you know, new and innovative, but it is very simple. It's a supply and demand issue. And there Mm. just aren't enough homes to meet current demand. So what we're seeing, and it's at all price points, so from first-time buyers to way up into the multi-multi-million pound price bracket, um, it's just competitive bidding between desperate buyers. and, and, And that's it. There's there's nothing else there's nothing else to say it's yeah you know there there is there is literally a scrum of people trying to buy most properties and, you know and that's what happens mm. so there there are there are various terms aren't there that, there that are. come out of that so I'm he- hearing about offers over yeah. sealed bids yeah gazumping what yeah do you, do you want to tell yeah. people what what they mean. Yeah, so it's all a bit, it does all sound a bit scary and kind of rightly so, I guess. So um, offers over, so you may well see a property advertised um, and it'll, it'll have a price tag and then next to it, it will have the magic words offers over. So what that means is if you're interested in buying that property, you need to bid as an offer over whatever it is that base figure is. So... Generally, where this happens is that there is an opportunity after you've put your offer forward for a bit more backwards and forwards, maybe, if you're lucky. So the price can end up being nudged up a little bit further by negotiation. But but it's one of those you've got to start somewhere kind of situations. Yeah. Sealed bids are a bit different. So this is... Usually when you've got multiple offers that have all come in at asking price, which, you know, a few years ago, that was kind of like, you know, a bit of a rare event. But these days it's pretty much daily occurrence. The agent will go back to all the buyers and ask them to put forward their maximum or what's called best price by a certain date. So they may say on a Monday, okay, we're going to go to sealed bids. You've got until Friday this week to put your best price forward. And then all the offers are put forward to the seller. And then the seller selects the best bid. And the best bid is, the price is obviously a part of that, but it could also be the buyer's position. So sometimes what you might find is that somebody will bid the highest, but they may be in a chain of five, six, seven or eight properties. So they may not technically be in the best position, Whereas somebody may have come in with a slightly lower bid, but they may be a cash buyer or have no chain. So they may be in a better position. But all of those offers would be assessed between the seller and the estate agent, and then the seller decides which one they want to go for. So that's sealed bid. So you once you've put your offer forward, that's it, you're done. You yeah. you just have to sit and wait. Yeah. So it's uh it's quite an amazing time to be a seller. Do you think oh, they're, yeah, they're in sure. the driving seat at the moment? Yes. Um, do you think that will change? <laughs> well, everything always does, right? <laughs> so yeah. it is a seesaw, and that's kind of how I, I kind of liken yeah, the property market. Yeah, it is always, isn't it? You know, 
But yes, I mean, it is an incredibly good time to be a seller because you're likely to, to realise the optimum price for your, for your property. Um, but that does kind of create a whole new set of problems. Um, and, and I kind of liken this to fashion kind of thing. So, you know, yeah. shoulder pads, they were big in the 80s. You know, boot cut jeans, they were really fashionable about 15, 16, 17 years ago. And then, and then, and then it's, you know, you don't wear them. They, and then all oh, of a sudden they come back in fashion. Yeah. We're not, no, they were, but they're kind of actually now, they're kind of coming back, you know, the boot cut flare is now back on the on What the about catwalks. my my tight jeans, cowboy boots and leather jacket with a sort of hoop earring in my left ear? That's, yeah. Is that still fashionable? That's a mental picture there. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. maybe. That was it. That was my look in the 80s. That, Nineties, but you see, it all comes around. You see, so what goes around comes around. Um, because gazumping um, was quite fashionable back in two thousand and six, and we've Certainly not heard was. that much about it. Yeah, I remember that very well. But yeah, yeah, I started to hear that a little bit yeah. again. So making a comeback. Do you want yeah. to explain what it is for those that don't know? So, gazumping is a, is a really quite tricky thing. Um, so when you're a buyer and you've had your offer accepted and you're really excited and you've got your lovely solicitor or conveyancer who started all your legal paperwork and to do all the searches and everything else and you've got your lovely mortgage broker who's sorting your mortgage out and then before exchange, you get the phone call to say that your seller has accepted another higher offer mm. on their property. Um, and... A lot of people don't realise that this is still legal in this country. But basically, until you've exchanged, all bets are off. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have heard um, first-hand stories, and this has happened recently, that um, buyers have been gazumped two or three days before exchange. Yeah. Um and and there are there are many reasons why a seller may be in a, you know may feel the need to do that um it may be that they've just had a cash offer from a buyer that's basically just too good to turn down um and and you know i think the one thing i'd point out here is it's rarely the agent's fault that gazumping occurs because actually agents don't want to be in that situation um but you have to remember that the person paying the estate agent's fees is the seller and therefore they're paying the bill therefore they call the shots so if the seller says I want you to continue marketing this property and I will accept higher offers right up until the point of exchange the the agent you know has to do what the client asks them to do so if you are and I really hope nobody listening is on the receiving end of one of these phone calls but if you ever are take a breath because the chances are the estate agent didn't want to be in that position either, but but that's kind of where you both find yourself. Yeah, they just want to smooth the transaction, like yeah. all of us in the property yeah. market. You know, yeah. it's not it's not in our interest just to drive prices up or no. or screw people over. It's it's no. all about let's have a a, a proper good you know, housing market. Yeah, let's you know, and and I think if you spoke to if you spoke to the majority of estate agents they would always give you the same advice as a seller, which is you you choose your buyer carefully, then you back them. You know, you yeah. back your buyer. Yeah, right? totally agree. Um, but, you know, 
this does happen. Mm. So, and that's sort of the reverse of gazundering, isn't it? Oh, you got yeah. gazumping, gazundering. Yeah, yeah. And I've actually been gazundered. You have been gazundered. I have been about there. 20 you go. Years There's ago. a headline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Louisa so Ingazunda shocker. Ingazunda so what shocker. happened then? Uh, so it was about 20 years ago. Yeah. And and literally just before exchange. And when I say just before exchange, it was the day before exchange. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and my buyer communicated through my estate agent that unless I reduced the price of the property I was selling by a few thousand pounds, they wouldn't be continuing with the purchase. Yeah. And at the time, I mean, cast your mind back to sort of the year 2000, you know, the market was very, very slow. And, mm. um, you know, my buyer was understandably concerned about falling house prices and this, that and the other. Um, I, I needed to move at the time. I was relocating for work, so I had no yeah. choice. Um, and I was a long way down. I mean, obviously, the day before exchange, you know, it's all kind of... <laughs> um, and so I had to go back to the estate agent I was buying through and negotiate the same amount of money that I was having to drop off my onward purchase. So I didn't want to have that conversation, but I kind of had to have it. So you can see how it creates mm. that ripple effect, you know? Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. And, and, you know, and again, as I said, you know, everything everything comes back in fashion and we did actually see quite a lot of gazundering going on during the credit crunch. Because mm. they were desperate sellers, and you know, and buyers that were in a strong position to negotiate, to you know, went yeah. basically. Did so what it's they, not like the Scottish did. system, which I'm a big fan of. I must say, mm. where where actually you put in in binding offers, isn't it? Mm. Um, so here, really, the house isn't yours until exchange. So you you know, in a buyer's market, you're subject. You could be gazundered in a seller's market. You could be uh, gazumped. Correct. So um, I think that's the right way around. I'm confusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's um, right. Yeah. So can you do anything quickly to, you know, to, to stop that? Well, it's tricky. Technically, technically, you could, if both parties agree to it, enter into what's called a lockout agreement, mm. um, which is a legal, legally binding contract, which both sides sign up to. Sometimes it involves both sides putting an amount of money into a pot um, and this basically says that you know there obviously have to be get out of jail free clauses so it's subject to a part property passing a survey and subject to everybody keeping their jobs during the transaction and there are loads of things that you have to kind of build into these contracts um, so you can if both sides agree however my experience is a lot of solicitors don't like lockout agreements because they can take a few weeks to get in place because you you know it's a legal document right so you've got to draw it up correctly and actually yeah. most solicitors will argue that well you might as well not bother with that and you might as well just spend the time working towards getting it exchanged yeah. Agreed. <laughs> um yeah. so you know it's um th there are there are ways that, that you can do it but both sides do have to be in agreement if you're buying a brand new property less likely to be a problem because you're paying a reservation agreement um, and generally speaking, once the reservation agreement has been paid to the developer, then I'm not going to say you're home and dry because stuff can still happen. But there's there's a degree of, OK, all right, well, you know, things will take their course. 
Um, but you know, we are where we are, right? This is this is the the, the transactional process in in England and Wales. It, yeah, it is what you have right. to work with until so, the law changes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, they they don't say that moving house is amongst one of the top five most stressful things you can do for no reason. No, I know. I know. Well, we can see that firsthand with all these millions of clients trying to trying to yeah. get through for uh, the equivalent yeah. of deadline day. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Be interviewing Harry Redknapp at, from a uh, car window soon. About the deadline <laughs> day. Anyway, there you go. There's another football analogy for you nice. on, on that bombshell. <laughs> So we we are nearly out of time again. You know, I've had my personal therapy session about the traumas of moving. It is becoming that way, isn't it? It is. I promise I'll try not to do that to you again. That's Um, right. I quite enjoy it. In a, in a perverse way, a perverse at your expense. Way. So I, I kind of, but do you know what, right? If if we're finding it difficult, because obviously I'm in the industry, my other half is in the industry, as you know. If we're yeah. finding it difficult, you know, hopefully that that may send a bit of hope to people. You know, it, it is difficult. So if people who know what they're doing are finding it difficult, then don't, you know, it, it's okay to get stressed about it. I think is the message. yes, but you know, if you got, I always say it's a holy trinity. You have mm-hmm. a good estate agent a good solicitor and a good broker, mm. then things are a lot smoother <laughs> in general. In general. And that's what we do. That's very true. As, that's very as, true, actually. Yeah. yeah. So there yeah. you go. I would so, agree with that. I would agree with that. So before we go, before I rush off to go and view yet another house, um, what mortgage rates have caught your eye this week? Have you got – we spoke about green mortgages earlier, but have you found any other gems? Well, there are now eight mortgage lenders with rates under one percent. No, or at one at one percent or under. Yeah, no. eight of them. I counted them. I counted them literally this morning. All eight. Wow. Different ones. So yeah, you can get a, a two year fix at zero point nine five percent still. <laughs> two year tracker at zero point nine eight percent. Um. You know, you can get a five-year fix, 1.14%. That is bonkers. Or if you've got a green property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 1.13%. <gasps> there you go. So slightly cheaper. So, yeah, it's it's, it's mad. And, and we're really going into a, a mortgage rate war, as far as I can see, because lenders wow. are starting to see, okay, well, Things might be getting a bit quieter. Stamp duty's ending. Mm. The summer's coming. The pubs are opening. Mm. England are going to win the Euros. Um, <laughs> and, and actually... I shouldn't laugh. This is where yeah. I should be patriotic <laughs> no. and just say, yes, of course we will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're already out, we're not going to win it anyway. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so so I think they're looking in advance and going, right, okay, well, we, we need to keep momentum going. So we're seeing rates cut all over the place. You know, wow. even at... 90% now you can get five year fixed through digital mortgages by Atom Bank at 2.44%. And at 95%, the cheat, the um, choice continues to widen. Now that's so again, really good news. Yeah, that's really two good year news, fix yeah. from digital mortgages, Atom Bank 3.39%. So, you know, there, there are good deals all over the place. But as we've said before covered at the moment the problem is lack of stock Mm. but for all those people who have a mortgage 
Mm. man it is a really good time to remortgage i was gonna say and let's face it you know the vast majority of owner occupiers in the uk are not going to be moving anytime soon um so if you are thinking about remortgaging it feels to me that this is a good time because it may be in some circumstances and you know monty correct me if i'm wrong because you're the expert here even if you have to pay an early repayment charge to exit your current product you may actually save that and a bit more by remortgaging onto a cheaper product, yeah you right? might do dependent on what rate you're on and what the penalties yeah. are and any good local broker will be able to um to do that calculation mm. for you mm. so yeah it's worthwhile but mm. that's it we're done wow wow we're done quick we're out of time. Fun. thank you there so you much monty thank uh, you it's a pleasure thank you and good luck with your property search and i hope <laughs> you the one you see after this you fall in love with it goes through smoothly and i look forward to the housewarming party when i can wreck your nice <laughs> new property i mean where i can pay homage to your nice new property because <laughs> it will be me dropping something on like yeah, a, a new carpet i'll forgive whatever. you i'd forgive anyway you. Yeah. make sure it's in the summer we can do it outside yeah. um right there you go that's it thank you for listening in again uh, if you do like what you hear, please give us a rating. Actually, if you don't like what you hear, give us a rating. Tell us what Aww. we're doing wrong. There you go. I like that. You know, constructive criticism always yeah, helps. Yeah, yeah, um, but leave us a review in your podcast app. And don't forget, we're here to help with your problem, your property problems and mortgage dilemmas. You're not just listening to my property problems anymore. We're encouraging you to share. Um, so if you would like our advice or just need a bit of therapy, why not drop us an email to hello at theproperty-show.co.uk. And if you want the very latest on the property market from the two of us, please give us a follow on social media. You'll find us on Twitter at The Property Show Pod. Thanks so much for joining us. See you next time. 